Welcome back to the At The Yard Podcast. I'm your host, Les Lukacs, joined once again by Stephen Hardesty and Matt Monk as we will break down the SoCal Preseason All-State Upper Class event held last weekend at Temescal Canyon High School in Lake Elsinore. And guys, thanks for joining me once again to talk a little bit of baseball. Thanks for having me back, Les. Excited to break down what was a pretty star-studded day. Yeah, like you said, very good gameplay, very good showcase portion, a lot of exciting names. Well, let's not waste any time and let's hop right into it. And, you know, first guy we want to talk about is uh, a shortstop third baseman out of King High School in Riverside, Noah Haros. Uh, I was at a game his freshman year where King played Norco and former uh, King coach Steve Madrill uh, was telling me about Noah and just the sheer excitement in his voice and in his face um, was pretty impressive. Uh, Haros in that game ripped off a, a just a towering, towering double into right center field, showing um, you know a little bit of his ability. Suffered an injury playing football, but is now fully healthy, and we got to bear witness to what he's capable of doing when fully healthy. Hardy. Oh, he he put on a really good display uh, during batting practice. Gets into a nice leg lift. He's got good hands. And his first couple swings took a little bit to get his timing. Once he got his timing, I think his last five to six swings were nothing but just loud drives, pull side. He can backspin it to that right center field gap, and it just carries and then gameplay rolled around, and you're always curious, you know, guys that put on a good display in batting practice, what's it going to look like when the game rolls around? And he comes up, and I'm a big fan. I like to stopwatch as much as I can in game, whether it's run times, anything I can get. And he just turns on a pitch, and it is a line drive missile. I think the softball field was up above the baseball field at Temescal Canyon. And this thing was headed for the softball field. Got out in under four and a half seconds. Uh, really impressive swing that he put on that ball. Love what the kid does at the plate. Looks like a future third baseman at the next level. You know, actions, arm plays. Even worst case scenario, he moves to second base, first base. It's a left-handed hitter who's got real impact in the bat. Uh, you know, I'm going to pass it over to Matt, see what Matt thought of him. But I'm a big fan of Haros. Yeah, I mean, the left-handed bat is very, very impressive. Uh, l- watching back his home run video right now, he starts his jog before he reaches first base. Like, that ball was pretty much no doubter, <laughs> way over the fence, very impressive swing, and that pull side power is very is, is there, right? Line drives and BP, high exit velocities, high average exit velocities, which is what you love to see, and very, very impressive. Yeah, I think the thing that impressed me the most uh, with him was just the ability to use his body, right? I mean, he's a physical, mm-hmm. physical third baseman, but you know, it's it's there's that there's a lot of athleticism in that in that physicality, and we saw that you know during BP, we certainly saw it during the workout portion. Uh, he did have two chances at third base, made them both. 
uh, made him look both pretty routine. Uh, the arm strength definitely plays uh, over at third base as well. Um, just a guy who, again, is finally fully healthy um, after suffering that injury in football last year uh, that forced him to miss a, a good chunk of that season uh, for, for baseball last spring. Now, you know, we as we as we move up the line here, uh, another guy that we're fairly familiar with uh, is catcher, uh, pitcher Daniel Troncali out of Servite High School, and you know he was one of those guys that quietly put together a really strong day, Matt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, his his BP numbers in terms of his blast numbers: twenty five point two mile per hour hand speed and thirty mile an hour rotational acceleration. Very impressive with exit velocities in the nineties. Um, he's one that we got to see at state games, I believe, and he put in a very good performance there and has been one that we've seen grow and continue to impress. Hardy, your first viewing of him, what's your takeaway? This was one I was really excited to see. I kind of stumbled across him on Twitter or now X, the formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> uh, back in the spring and summer and just you know, quick to follow. I liked what I saw, and I just kind of kept an eye on him. We connected through there. So he shot me a text a couple of days before and said, hey, you're going to be down there. I'm like, yeah, I'm really pumped to actually get a chance to see you in person. Really liked everything I've seen on video. Man, it was really good in person. Like, I love it. Nobody ever posts bad video. We all know that. You're not putting anything bad out there on social media. So you're curious to see what it's going to look like in person. And this one – I mean, 77 miles an hour from behind the plate on his arm strength. He was a 194, and it wasn't a showcase thing. That's the one thing I love that Les does is he tells the kids, hey, stay down. Act like you're actually catching in a game, not running out in front of the the hitter. So it's a 194 legit. He was 2-1-2. The ball carries down there. It's online and accurate. The BP was good. Um 93-1, 87X in velocity average. He smoked a ball to center field, and it was one of those unfortunate ones, you know. It doesn't always translate in game. You don't always get the best results you want, but it was a line drive right into the center fielder's chest. It's one of those ones where I'm like, God, I don't think I could have thrown a ball that well. He squared <laughs> him up. It was, it was a really good look, and for somebody that I've been interested to see in person, I came away very impressed and very excited for what this kid can do, especially with the fact that he can stick at a premium defensive position. Yeah, I thought the I thought more than the offensive performance with BP and end game, I thought the defense really stood out to mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, not only during the workout portion, but in game. You know, he caught a couple of quality arms, and he had no problem with velo. Uh, you know the block and recover is really good he's light on his feet uh, he was he was a really impressive catcher as was you know his fellow Trinity Trinity League mate you know Carter Enoch over at Santa Margarita who put together one of the better swings of the day against his own teammate and Matt you know that's kind of on you and we'll get into that but uh, you know but it was it was a pretty impressive performance from Enoch Matt yeah, I mean, selfishly wanting to get a full repertoire of his teammate Trevor Banning's uh, pitching profile, asked him to throw a changeup. Was expecting, you know, hunting the fastball first pitch for Carter Enoch. Uh, Banning threw a pretty good changeup low in the zone, and Enoch smoked it. Like, wow! Like it was, it was very, very 
good swing, good adjustment in the dugout later. He was talking about how he's looking for that fastball, adjusted to the changeup and just got all of it. And just standing there behind the mound watching Bang just stare me down. It was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, not much not much I could do. I I took responsibility for it, but also <laughs> good swing on a good pitch not much yeah. you can do about it but, no no yeah. you're you're right the adjustment was impressive because if you go back and rewatch the video on the swing he's way out on his front side right and, yeah. and he manages to keep the hands back and and still put a really good aggressive swing on it and you know kind of like we talked about earlier i mean he kept that thing fair right i mean it was kind of hooking but it was more more on a line than it was than it was hooking you know, and he kept that thing fair, and it got over pretty easily. Uh, you know, and he's just kind of jogging around the bases with a big smile on his face. But, you know, defensively, he was also really good, Hardy. Yeah, he looked good back there. Um, he's got a catcher's frame, you know, 5'11", 178. There's some strength to the lower half, but he's got mobility. He can get down into the crouch pretty easy. Uh, another guy popped 77 on the arm strength, sub 2.0. He got down to 1.97 on his best pop time, but he was never over a 2-1. Like, he just sits in that consistent range, the accurate online to the bag. I really liked what he did back there. And from center field, it's always a little hard to tell who the catchers are, but I do remember having him back there for one inning where it was just like every pitch, smooth, caught, presented well. The hand works back there. Another guy that's got a chance to stay at a premium defensive position, and it's not glove only. There's some offensive impact and offensive ability there out of him. Uh, taking us into one of my, you know, I really liked what I saw out of this kid, another Santa Margarita kid, Trevor Banning, shortstop, right-handed pitcher, switch hitter, just does a little bit of everything and he does it pretty darn good um during batting practice he took his first round from the right hand side and somebody taps me and goes hey you gotta see this kid swing it from the left side mm -hmm. he flips around he goes to the left side and it's just whippy quick the ball comes off the bat and it's like wow that's that was really impressive i, I loved my look at him uh matt what'd you think of him what was kind of your thoughts with banning on the day I mean, yeah, this is my second look at him. He came to state game, same thing happened, right right hand side. I was like, okay. And then he switches over to the left, and it's it's honestly even better. But, yeah, his versatility to be a switch hitter, played in the outfield, throwing 90 miles an hour from the outfield, and being a very fluid, quick hand shortstop, and then getting up on the hill, uh, very impressive stuff. He showed really good command of his stuff and attacking hitters and uh, besides that home run, which is my fault completely, uh, showed really well on the mound. Yeah, I think the thing that intrigues me the most about Banning, and we talked about this about another player on another podcast, is you know he's he's an athlete playing baseball, you know, versus a baseball player who's athletic, and, and I think you see that when it comes to his versatility, whether it's on the mound, at shortstop, you know, out in the outfield, or, you know, especially at the plate. And I don't know, I would assume just because he's a right-handed thrower that, 
you know, hitting from the right side's his natural side. That's probably a bad assumption, but I love the bat from the left side. I think the bat from yeah. the left side has the potential to be, you know, a certainly a Division One caliber bat from that side. Uh, he was really impressive at the state games, at the uncommitted games, and then now here um, at the preseason All-State. And it's just something where this is a guy who's, you know, looking for an opportunity, should have that opportunity. Uh, not sure what role he plays uh, for Santa Margarita this spring, uh, but I'm sure that there will it will include a lot of at-bats. Uh, it'll include innings on the mound. It'll include innings in the outfield uh, because he's good at all three of those things in my book. Which, Definitely. you know, uh, y- yeah, you know, you're talking about being good at a, at a lot of things. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, we move our way up, to, you know, up the list here, or down the list, however you want to look at it. And, you know, Diesel Toth uh, out of Arrowhead Christian, a shortstop right-handed pitcher, you know, one of three guys we had at the event from Arrowhead Christian, all three of those guys stood out, you know, giving a glimpse into how good, you know, potentially Arrowhead Christian's going to be this year. But Diesel Toth was a, you know, University of Hawaii commit for a while. Um, you know, Dan Cox, who left Hawaii uh, to work for PBR, uh, you know, when he left, uh, I think Diesel kind of uh, decided, hey, you know, maybe I should reopen this up. Uh decommitted from from Hawaii and I think he's got a chance uh you know both at the in the infield in my opinion and on the mound Hardy big fan of diesel I came across him years ago I think he was in eighth grader when I first saw him and it was just like man this kid's gonna be good he was already five nine I think he was probably about 155 160 pounds at that time and just really good actions. And I hadn't seen him in about two years until this event. And I think the first thing you said about him, a guy that does everything well, describes Diesel. He's a good athlete. Yeah, he's not electric, but he's very good. He runs well. He's a solid fielder. It's maybe a little more fundamental than flashy. Um I can see him handling shortstop, but easily can slide to third, easily can slide to second. The hands are good. It's an accurate arm. It's 84 across the infield, and it's not trying to let it loose for that. It's more so I'm just playing catch at 84 into this first baseman's chest. Uh, The swing's nice. It's really quick and direct to the baseball. It's a gap-to-gap approach, which played well in game. Uh, I was standing about 15 feet to left of second base, watching everything from behind the infield. And he comes up and he hit a screaming one hopper by me where it kind of startled me because I wasn't sure it was coming at me at first. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, that thing's coming right at me. And I had to skip myself out of the way to make sure I didn't affect the play. And it was, he understands what kind of player he is as a position guy and he sticks to it. And then let's put him up on the bump and it's a strike thrower. It's a good arm. It's a good pitch mix. It's feel for what he's doing. You know, Matt, what did you see when he got on the mound? Yeah. Him on the mound is very impressive. He showed, I'm pretty sure a four pitch mix with distinct curveball slider. And then a good changeup that we got to see He has a very loose arm, um, comes at hitters with a lot of different stuff. His changeup 
uh, we only got to see it once against the lefty, but it was it was very good, good dive on it. Fastball just comes out very fast and then zips down and has some tail towards in towards right-handers. And so he showed a very good ability to stay at the bottom of the zone, in and out, and really good control, really impressive arm. Yeah, and the thing that impressed me about him on the mound is just the way he attacked hitters, right? Like, he's a guy that really knows himself, like you said, Hardy, but as a defender. But I think he just really knows himself, you know, on the mound as well because he wasn't trying to do too much. He wasn't nibbling. He was going after guys on the mound. And I think that in and of itself, you know, bodes to his own self-confidence. But, uh, you know, A, but B, his abilities as well. Very much so. There's that sense of confidence and that understanding of who he is. And I think, you know, that the confidence, too, to go, okay, I'm going to open up my recruiting after being committed for a while to school, knowing that, hey, it's going to be an uncertainty out there, but I'm confident enough to know that if I open it up, I'm going to wind up in a pretty good spot. Uh, kid I really like, and that's a, it's a good – we're going to talk about another guy from there later on, but let's dive into – Seth Correa, left-handed pitching, left-handed hitting outfielder out of Santiago, uh, 25. I'm going to touch a little bit on his at-bat that he had early in the game. Just turned around a good fastball and hit a line drive missile into right field. And it was very similar to the home run that Haros hit. And as soon as he hit it, the only thought in my head was, is it going to get high enough to get over the fence? Or is it going to stay too low and hit off the fence? And that's what it did. Rattled off the fence and it impressed me with the athletic ability for how hard that ball was hit off the fence. And the kickback to the first baseman, he still got the second on it in about 8.7 seconds with a slide. Uh, really liked the upside and the ability to this kid. Uh, Les, what did you think of him? Well, firstly, that ball was hit 105.5 off the bat, which in and of itself tells you something, um, you know. But I, what I was really impressed with with Seth is he just keeps getting better and better and better on the mound. I mean, he was 85-87 with a hammer-breaking ball at 76 to 78. And, you know, when I saw him, you know, early last spring, we're talking about a guy that was, you know, 81 to 83. So obvious gains there from a velocity and a maturity standpoint but I think that breaking ball you know any lefty who can drop a hammer in at that velocity you know and is at 87 is going to be an intriguing arm to follow I just think the progress he's made on the mound it really stood out to me after you know watching him live and then kind of reviewing some notes and reviewing some video on him it's just his his understanding we talked a bit about it a little bit with toth and it's just his understanding of who he is as a pitcher and staying within himself that really impressed me along with those gains but you know we talked about that that double dude that thing was absolutely crushed Ooh. It was the neck snapper. He hit it, and my head spun around like this. I was just, is it going to get over? And it, it, by all rights, it should have been a home run. He just mm -hmm. didn't get it up in the air enough. But I feel that poor right fielder, it was hit, and I don't think he saw it go past him. I think he just heard it go past him and turned around, <laughs> hit a fence, and came right back at him. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, what, uh, you know, we saw him a little bit in the outfield during the workout. What was your take on, on Seth as an outfielder? 
Ooh, on an, as an outfielder, Seth, I mean, he looked good. I mean, he's, he's, he's one of those guys who's a total athlete and his BP spoke to that. His pitching spoke to that outfield. He threw from 86 and it was an impressive. I was, I was on the gun, you know, he's throwing accurate throws online and some of those where it's like, you just have to get out of the way, you know, cause you're, you're in position with the radar gun as the, as the quote unquote cutoff guy. And so he was throwing them right at me over and over again, one that you remember, and you're diving out of the way each time. Yeah, we we he he's got. I think Seth has has got you know a chance this spring to really establish himself as one of the better left-handed pitchers in in, in Southern California, if not uh, the state in his class. And you know another guy that that was new to us uh, from a. Um, you know, visibility standpoint, we, we, you know, not a lot of us were very familiar with him and, you know, really glad he did show up because at 6'3", 205, the first thing that stands out, you know, from Aaron, Aaron Jacobson out of Glendora High School is that frame, you know, but it's, it's one of those deals where, yes, he's a big bodied guy at 6'3", 205, but he is comfortable within his body if you if that makes sense and he knows how to use his body and you know we saw quite a bit of that Matt from from him you know uh you know during BP where that 63205 frame uh made the park look pretty small yeah really really hot swinger good athlete as well um he had a very impressive hit in game driving a ball up the middle that was I would say up in the zone, right? He, he did his best and mm-hmm. stayed on top of that ball and really drove it up the middle. Um, so that hit ability as well as the frame that will just increasingly show higher exit velos and more powers is, is what really stood out. Yeah, he also had that one missile right back to the pitcher uh, that was 86 off the bat. And, you know, thank goodness the pitcher caught that because that, that could have gotten a little scary. But, but Hardy, I, you know, defensively, He's a guy that, you know, at 6'3", 205, moves like a guy a lot smaller. Exactly. That was, he moved really well over there. He good feet around the bag, you know, receiving throws. There was this intrigue where he lists himself as an outfielder, and I would love to see him go run around in the outfield because he's not a stiff mover. He's not unathletic. I don't think he's stuck just playing first base. I think he's got a chance he could go play an outfield corner and be pretty good out there. And with the advanced ability for him to get the barrel to the baseball, I mean, every ball in batting practice hit hard. Both balls he hit in the game were hit hard, and he's facing good arms. He's got a chance to be a pretty good player, and I'd just love to see what he does moving around in the outfield. Yeah, that would be it, that would be really fun to see. I think the athleticism would really play up there uh, because, again, a guy that moves – pretty well despite you know being 6'3 205 and uh you know he's a guy that I, like you I would love to see him uh in the outfield running around making plays and you know another guy we did see in the outfield during the workout portion and and during the game and uh you know another guy that that stood out on the mound as a two-way guy uh a legit two-way guy Cal Bap commit uh Nathan Chavez uh out of Arlington the 2025 uh Hardy you know on the mound uh, was good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have you take over the the hitting and the outfield, and, and Matt, you can talk about him on the mound a little bit. So Hardy, why don't we start with you? 
Well, as I was taking notes watching these guys throw from the outfield, the thing that I have starred next to Chavez was plus thrower. He just comes up, ball comes out of the arm, and it explodes. He needs a little bit on the accuracy, and it wasn't so much that like the ball fades off or anything. I think his footwork might have been a little off on the day, but they are just missiles coming out of his hand at 84 miles an hour, low, they're flat, they skip well off the ground when he's trying to long hop it. It's a really interesting arm out there, and it's a good movement. Said uh, it many times, I'm a sucker for a left-handed hitter, and a guy like this, just quiet load, really good rhythm and timing to what he's doing up there. BP in-game. Uh, I know his sec- I think it was his first or his second plate appearance. He drew back-to-back walks in it, and it was just really good takes. He's getting fun breaking balls, getting fastballs that are close that he knows that he doesn't want to swing at. He's taking them for balls. He's got a really good feel for what he's doing up there. And I think you said it the best is most of the time kids are going to stand out one side or the other. You look at him and you go, ah, oh, you know, he's a, he's a pitcher who hits or he's a hitter yeah. who pitches. Mm-hmm. With Chavez, I'm watching both things he does, and I'm like, I don't know which one he does better. He's pretty dang good on both sides where it's like I can see him getting over there with Coach Adcock at Cal Baptist and contributing on either side for him. Yeah, left hand, left handed hit bat off the bench, right? You know, you know, late inning situation, whatever it might be, um, you know, he's the guy. But on the mound, Matt, was one of the more impressive outings we saw on the day. Right. Yeah. Struck out four out of five batters. And his, his stuff, 85 to 87, with changeup in the high 70s, very impressive. And what, I mean, as a former left-handed pitcher, it's just glorious to watch the way this ball moves. <laughs> like, I'm watching it back right now. The fastball feels like a Greg Maddox-esque two-seam, and I'm not even sure if he holds it like a two-seam. It's it's moving a lot. And then his changeup has the same movement, left to or right to left, and it's, it's tailing off, diving down. It's a great secondary pitch with a slider too that he can get in for a strike very consistent uh thrower in the zone with good feel for staying on the edges and just very impressive yeah i was in the dugout i was in the dugout when he started on the mound and he was the first pitcher of the game for us and i was in the dugout and he struck out the first guy uh then he struck out the second guy and the second guy came back and you know, it was just kind of like, man, that that's filthy. And, and you know, it was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that is pretty filthy, right? You know, he got he went uh, a ground ball to second, a K, a K, a K, and then a backwards K. Um, you know, to to end out his 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 one inning of work. And you know, when the second dude came in, was just kind of shaking his head, and they started talking. And the first thing he said, he's like, he's like, it's hard to pick up. And I think that goes to that that action you were talking about on the fastball. Uh, you know, because guys just couldn't see it, right? And and the changeup at at seventy eight, I mean, that thing to righties was just lethal. I think he got three of his punchies on it uh, with that changeup. So Nathan Chavez out of Arlington, one of those guys who was was about as impressive as 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 we saw, um, you know, early in in the contest. Because when we got late into the contest, which is the guys we're about to talk about now, uh, some of those arms were were really impressive. Uh, and we'll start with 25 left-handed pitcher uh, Cody Kimley out of Aquinas High School. 
you know, an Arizona State commit. Uh, I saw him last month out at uh, Palm Desert, uh, scuffled a little bit with command. Uh, somebody had told me that was his first outing uh, since coming back after being shut down. So the command rust makes sense. Uh, but there was no rust on Sunday uh, coming off the arm of Cody Kimley, huh, Hardy? Not at all. It was smooth. I really liked the delivery. Good job of using his lower half, staying on line with what he's doing up there. Fastball comes out of the hand easy, 86, 88. It's a low effort delivery, which is something that I always like. I like to see guys that show some body control and have the ability to use that lower half and stay on line and let the arm work. Because it just, to me, that shows the ability to start. You know, arm speed, I love, everybody loves a quick arm. We love a fast arm. We love when it explodes out of the hand. But what he does in the delivery and his feel for what he's doing up there, you can see a three-pitch mix with a chance to start as he goes to the next level. He's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, you know, Matt, kind of what did he look like in terms of the metrics and the data that we we're getting off of him? Right, yeah, so he, he comes in as a, as a high-spin guy, which is what you love to see, of course. Um, yeah, just being behind him, he has similar arm side run on his fastball. And like you were saying, it's controlled and easy, but it's also violent too. So it's, it's a great pairing of him bringing everything that he has, moving his entire body down the hill and really attacking hitters. And it, it feels like that, even though, you know, it's not 97, but it's, he's, he's a coming at you with 86, 88 with a curveball that looks like it's going to be in the eighties in the coming year or so. So it's good, good impression. Yeah, I think it's important that we note, you know, yes, he was 86, 88. Um, you know, word on the street is that he's been higher. Uh, you can see that, you know, obviously when the weather warms yeah. up into the spring, he'll probably be higher than that. But it's that power breaking ball at 77 to 79 that really portends, you know, high velocity gains moving forward into those, you know, low to mid 90s. And, you know, if you're talking about a left-handed pitcher at, you know, 6'2", that's, you know, 91, 93, maybe even higher with a 80 mile an hour breaking ball and just a devastating change at 80 to 82 by the time he's a senior, you know, then you're obviously talking a, you know, a, a very valid MLB draft prospect coming out of Aquinas. Uh, you know, I think Kim Lee's future is really bright and it's going to be exciting to follow him this spring to see those velo gains because I think the command he showed with that breaking ball and with that changeup. Uh, is is something to get really excited about if you're an Aquinas and or ASU fan where he's committed. Very yeah. much so. On a day that was just littered with two-way guys that were doing some very, very impressive things out there. Uh, Dylan Harrison, 25 right-handed pitcher, outfielder out of Summit. Just the first thing you notice about this kid, another eye test passer, 6'5", 190 really good frame he's going to be going to hawaii after high school a lot of things to like about him uh especially during bp i mean launched a 381 foot home run peaked at 100 miles per hour averaging 92 9 uh it's a real power approach up there but i know when he got on the mound that was kind of really where he jumped on some guys and showed some really big ability what'd you guys think of him yeah, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, well, we had him at 87 to 89 with a slider at 83 to 84. And being back there, he's very loose and relaxed on the mound. 
confident in his stuff and and just like existing only on very good spots in the zone on the edges and corners low and away on off speed and it was just a very impressive performance in terms of getting your swing and miss stuff while also having tons of fun relaxed and i mean easy motion right he has long limbs and he's maximizing on that as well yeah he he was very loose uh on the mound i was behind the mound as well during his outing and you know the the command of the change was a little spotty but what impressed me was his ability to throw strikes with the fastball and the curveball um you know if there if there was something that you know needed improvement it was his command uh particularly of those two pitches but uh he has showed you know market improvement in those uh fastball and that uh breaking ball command i think the changeup Again, it was cold uh, on Sunday. It was very windy, which dried things out. And more than one pitcher, you know, said, "Hey, it's kind of tough to grip the ball." Um, you know, and I think that was the case with with Dylan on the changeup. Uh, you know, but like you said, Matt, this guy is having fun. He's smiling. He's talking. He's you know just he he's just seems like a really fun kid to be around. Um, and I thought that his performance on the mound you know, elevates him certainly in, in my book, uh, in terms of, you know, as we, as we look through rankings and things of that nature, um, you know, and you talked about Hardy, you know, this is a guy that's going to go to Hawaii after high school. Uh, you know, this is a guy that potentially could be going to Hawaii on vacation after high school, you know, (laughs) after, after signing a contract, because, you know, at six, five, 200 pounds, uh, you know, and, you know, given another, 18 months, you know, you can presume that the velo is going to jump. This is going to be a guy that, you know, already is firmly entrenched, you know, on scouts, you know, you know, radars, as we saw the scouts there with their radar guns, you know, up and taking notes when he was on the mound. Uh, So this is a guy who I think is going to have a chance, uh, you know, 18 months from now or, or so, you know, 19 months from now. Uh, to potentially have his his name called in those first twenty rounds because he's that talented and again at you know you can't teach size right and at six five no. you know two hundred pounds this is a dude um, you know this is a pitcher who right now is a two way guy but you know obviously the future I think is is on the mound and, and which is a perfect segue to our our next guy who came as a two way guy whose future is on the mound but didn't pitch for us at the game because I told him not. To uh, that's former, you know, PBR All American game Angels uh, alum Angel Cervantes. Um, you know, he 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 smoked a double in game, and you know, I I made the comment pitchers who rake, and you know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> guys chuckled, but you know, obviously we know about his prowess on the mound. But guys, he really opened some eyes, at least for me, from an offensive standpoint, and then with his ability over at first base. Very much agreed. I, that's, I've heard everything about this kid on the mound. It's a name that I've heard a lot. I've seen a lot of video. I watched him in the All-American game. Just everything jumps out. And when you said he was coming, I'm like, man, he's going to be throwing that early? Like, no, he's coming to hit. Like, oh, <laughs> all right. Let's see what this looks like. Like, I was really impressed with, like, his feel for what he's doing up there. It's not a lift-based swing. It's very line-drive, gap-to-gap, but it's quick. He's got a feel for the barrel. The hands are loose. 
Uh, it plays in game as the evidence when he went right center for a double. I think the thing that surprised me was how quickly he got to second base uh-huh. for a big guy and the, just the athletic ability to turn over. He got there in under nine seconds standing, and it would have been a lot faster, but he pulled up probably about the last 20 feet knowing that he had it. Uh, second at bat was a hard grounder at the shortstop for an out. Like, yeah, his future's on the mound, and he's going to be really good up there. But there was enough that, like we talked about with Chavez, that if UCLA needs a bat off the bench one day, he could be a guy that you could stick up there, and he's not going to disappoint. What yeah. do you think, Matt? I mean, yeah, very good athlete. And, I mean, first first hit of our gameplay um, mm-hmm. with a double. So he really stood out in that part, and we all know that his arm will get up into the mid-90s and, and all that. So, I mean, he's got plenty of things going for him as he heads into the season for Warren. But – yeah, just great all-around athlete, really stood out. You talked about that double, Matt, 92-4 off the bat. So, I mean, this is a, you know, wasn't a little little squibbler, right, that that squeaked through. I mean, that ball was, was, was pieced uh, into the left center field gap. And, um, you know, another guy we've seen piece up a lot of baseballs, uh, Trey Godoy, uh, outfielder out of uh, Cathedral Catholic now. He's a 2025 former future gamer. Uh, a kind of a quiet confidence uh, to him doesn't say a whole lot, but just goes about his business in a very, very workmanlike fashion. Um, you know, Matt, I'm I'm not sure that that you had seen him uh, yet since summer, uh, but what was your impression of Trey uh, at the All State? Well, yeah, so he he poses himself as just pure hitter from the left hand side too. Very impressive at bats. Um, just trying to pull up some video of his at bats, but like he he really stood out um, in that respect with smooth hands, easy blast numbers, and like you know some yeah, the, some good good at bats. In game at bats were really impressive. He didn't get a hit, but he may have hit two of the hardest balls on the mm-hmm. day. Uh, just screaming line drive at the right fielder then he came up and i think his last at bat was off of uh rickon and it was just turned on hard line drive into the first baseman's chest uh the the pure hitter comment is a very good description of him i loved his swing it's smooth it's easy it's natural Uh, there's enough athleticism that you could see him play center field and the bat's going to play in either corner. Like, really like him as if UCLA needs another standout star coming to campus. <laughs> you talk about that screamer to, to the first baseman. Uh, that thing was scorched, right? 89 off the bat. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's one of those things where it's right at the first baseman. I mean, if that thing's six inches in either direction, it's, you know, it's probably extra bases for him. Uh, you know, but just kind of a tough break there for, for Trey, who, you know, is now a Cathedral Catholic after transferring from Francis Parker. And, you know, it just adds to the depth of that program, uh, you know, down in San Diego. And like I said, doesn't say a whole lot, um, you know, not does, not a big talker, but uh, lets his actions uh, do the talking um, on the field. And, you know, another guy who, who maybe talks a little bit more than Trey, but also lets his actions talk on the field. And, you know, that's infielder, right-handed pitcher, again, from Arrowhead Christian, Ethan Bingaman. Um, you know, Bingaman 
you know, came as a two-way guy, uh, decided, you know, that, hey, I'm just going to pitch. And so he kind of hung tight until he pitched. He did hit during BP. Uh, he did hit in-game. Uh, his last at-bat was off Rickens, uh, where, you know, he just scorched a missile right at the second baseman, you know, 95 off the bat, which was pretty darn impressive. Um, His own teammates uh, stole the hit from him. Yeah, Diesel Toth robbed him, right? Um, So... Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good package for, you know, uh, you know, the 25 Bingham and, and, you know, Matt, uh, I'm not sure that, that you had seen him before. Um, but you know, I'm interested to get your take on him. Yeah. I mean, I, I did his uncommitted spotlight that we released probably in October, right before he committed to Auburn. And what really stood out was, I mean, his high exit velocity at the plate, but as a pitcher, his his spin rates like they were all 2400 plus all consistent all just devastating in all the video i watched and that pretty much held up um from what we saw from him he was 90 92 with a hammer curve that was just spinning 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 great great depth and dive to it at 76 77 with an 85 changeup, and he unleashed probably what was one of the most vicious three pitch combos um, that you can see on on the end of his Twitter video, where it's like ankle breaker curveball, high fastball, high and in for a swing, and then another buckler in for strike three. And I remember walking off the field at that, and just like every kid in the dugout was just like mouth wide open. Like it was like, wow, did that just happen? Yeah, it, it, it's coming. It comes from a you know a relatively compact frame, right? I mean, he's you know he's not a a big uh, you know big bodied guy uh, you know but it it's still there's a lot of strength in the frame you know he's listed at 61192 um, you know we'll go with that uh, but you, you know it's a, it's a it's a pretty strong frame um, you know at 192 pounds and the the noticeable thickness in the lower half from the last time I saw him, uh, you know, indicates that he's been you know doing a whole lot of squats. But but Hardy, I mean, aside from on the mound, you know, I know that that we liked him at the plate as well. I was impressed. Like I've always I saw him about this time last year, and he definitely to me at that time looked as a pitcher only. Like it was decent. He good swing, okay athlete. The arm was really impressive. He really has gotten not only better on the mound, but he's gotten a lot better as a position player. Like the swing is loose. It's got some explosiveness to it. He got up to 98.7 on the exit velocity and it played in game. We talked about the ball that he hit in his last at bat. That was just a shot at Toth, And he made a great play one to keep it on the infield two to actually get him out on it. But his first at-bat, he turned around another pitch, line drive right to center field. Another one where no wind probably gets over the center fielder's head. He's probably standing on second base with a double, feeling really good about himself. It's one of those ones where you walk out and you're 0 for 2, and you kind of got to shake your head and go, how am I 0 for 2 when I smoked two baseballs? (laughs) So it's, again, yeah, long-term futures probably solely on the mound for him. But just that athletic ability and what he can do as a hitter makes you even more excited about the future for him as a pitcher because I'm a big fan of guys that can two-way, especially through high school. 
because you know, hey, the guy that can pitch and hit is probably a better athlete than the guy that can only do one or the other most of the time. So it's going to be a fun follow. The thing that impressed me on the mound is he gets really deep on the backside with his arm stroke, and it worries you sometimes when you see how deep he gets there. Is he going to be on time and be able to get it in the strike zone? Man, does that arm come through and he can get that. And I think that's where that spin rate comes on the breaking ball. He threw a couple of those breakers where I'm in center field, and I may have been caught on camera laughing with how good the break was on that thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean – yeah, yeah. Talk about laughing uh, with re- reactions to some pitching. Um, you know, the next guy arguably had the best performance. I mean, I don't know that you could. I don't know anybody else who had a better day uh, than Reagan Ricken, uh, the right-handed pitcher catcher out of Great Oak. Uh, you know, obviously an LSU commit who burst on the scene this summer. Uh, you know, had a big uh, area code game performance. Uh, but, you know, this guy showed up as a two-way guy, uh, and he certainly didn't disappoint anywhere. Uh, let's start with with the defense, then we'll go to the bat, then we'll go to the mound. So let, let's go defensively because he worked out at both catcher and outfield. Uh, so, so, Hardy, why don't you take catcher, and Matt, why don't you give us some, some info on, on, on the outfield spot. But, but, Hardy, why don't you start? That's going to impress me. I mean, when you're talking 6'5", 220, and it's like, ah, is he going to be, you know, what's it going to look like when he gets down in the crouch and he's got to come up quickly and he's got to throw and he's got to do all that in a quick pace. And, man, he can do it. He gets the ball out of the glove quickly. He's obviously got natural arm strength. And, you know, 81 miles an hour from the catcher position, which was the high of the day. He's 207 to about 21. I think that a little bit of that is just cleaning up the – mechanics and the transfer and polishing everything back there. But I was really impressed. You don't see a whole lot of six foot five, 220 pound catchers who look athletic and look like they know what they're doing back there. Then you stick them out in the outfield and Matt, I I liked what I saw in the outfield. What'd you think out there? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it was his same tale of he's throwing the ball extremely hard right at you as the cutoff guy with the radar gun. Um, those, those long, Long limbs and, and long arms give him a lot of room to cover ground as a corner position and then as well as getting that natural long arm motion and ripping down for uh, online line drive throws. Yeah, I mean, 86 from the outfield, that was that was pretty impressive. Um, you know, and then we moved over into BP, um, you know, and it was just barrel after barrel after barrel, you know, like – I mean, even the ones he missed were hit hard, Hardy. Yeah, that was the one. He he got a little tied up on like an inside pitch, and it was just a laser beam to right field on a line. I'm like, that's you got to be pretty darn impressive to get tied up in BP and hit a line drive missile like that. Yeah, and then that, that carried over into the game, right? I mean, he had a pair of hits. He had a double uh, down the left field line where uh, I'm sure you had the stopwatch going, but, you know, it seemed like he got to second pretty quickly. Uh, I think I had thought, him at 8-8 eight, getting to second base, and, yeah. again, it wasn't like he was going full speed around it. It was a sure double. 
I just got to get there and I just got to not get hurt getting there. Right, right, right. Then he, you know, then he smoked a, a, a single, um, you know, later in the game, uh, given him, I believe he was the only multi-hit guy in the event, yep. might've been one other guy. Um, but, you know, then he closed out the event on the mound, which is what we all were waiting for. Uh, and boy, did that not disappoint. Not at all. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of those ones where it kind of leaves you at a loss for words on how much do you want to talk about how good it was. Because he was 89-93, fast arm, good body, slider 78-82 to 82 with sharp action, comes out, punches two guys out, and he's facing, I mean, really, he faced probably the, the – best hitters that you could throw he did a good not on accident i'm gonna throw throw five dudes at you and let's see what happens and that was i mean to finish up a day at the yard you couldn't ask for anything better than a big six foot five 220 pound dude on the mound throwing some gas facing some really good bats yeah it, it was it was really impressive stuff um you know i think the slider was in my opinion the best slider we saw um Mm -hmm. you know it's sharp it it breaks away um it was swing and miss uh and like you said it it had some of the better hitters at the event uh kind of left them scratching their own heads right yeah well you know we'd be remiss if we didn't uh you know talk about a couple other guys who who had some really good performances um, you know, in, in my in my notes here, uh, Ryan Severns out of Etiwanda, the shortstop middle infielder, uh, he put together some really strong defensive innings, two really good at bats with nothing to show for it. Uh, Aiden Aguayo, the shortstop out of La Mirada, made a play out in right field where he's turned to his right, spun around, complete, had his back to the infield, completely to the infield. Turned, you know, kept turning, picked up the ball as it was tailing away from him down the line, and still made the play. Um, really athletic shortstop outfielder, thought he did uh, incredibly well. And then we go back to Arrowhead Christian guys with that third arm and Robert Mahoney. You know, just kind of a ho hum. Oh, here I am, eighty nine point four miles an hour with my fastball. You know, at at six three, a buck seventy. His outing was was really impressive in my book. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have some other dudes that that you feel like throwing out, but one more guy for me was was Tony Martinez out of Huntington Beach. Uh, T Mart's a guy we've seen a bunch. Uh, we had him at state games. We've had him at uncommitted games, and all he does is hit. He had two really good at bats. Nothing to show for it again uh, in this outing, but the, you know it didn't affect his defense. So I don't know if you guys got anybody else that I missed there. Oh, Isaiah Reveron. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, dude, he was You're stealing my he, guys here. Yeah, no, I just I just kind of going down the list here. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Isaiah Isaiah was was once again really really good, and you know we've been fortunate enough to have him at a couple events, and he just keeps getting better. Uh, from from just a quality of play standpoint. But, all right, I'm done. Who else you guys got? I got two real quick before I'm, uh, I'm trying not to steal too many from you, Matt. Uh, Thomas Carney, yep. left-handed hitting middle infielder out of St. Augustine, put together a really good BP. It's just a nice swing. 
He knows what he's doing up there. He's got a chance to stick up the middle. Uh, he had two good at-bats in the game, nothing to show for it, but he just showed that field to hit. And then Gavin Egan out of Aquinas, like they need another good player, that talented program down there, uh, ran a 6.86.60, fastest one on the day on what was not a fun day to run. Um, I actually had him at 4-2 down the line from the right-hand side on a ground ball. Uh, also put together a really good inning on the mound, just a really solid performance out of him. Yeah, I, I also was a big, I, I also was a big fan of Egan, especially on the mound. Had a couple of fastballs that were hit hard off him, and then he adjusted by just unleashing strike after strike with both of his off-speed pitches. So that was really impressive. Um, another name I have is uh, Diesel Hernandez, who's with us at the Future Games um, in Georgia, and he had a, a very nice hit against um, Ethan Bingaman. Mm-hmm. and just scorched a line drive over the head of the second baseman, which was impressive, I mean, because we've talked about Bingaman's performance as well being extremely dominant. So that was that was exciting to see from him. He has a big frame, and you'd like to say that there's a lot of power behind there, right? He played played football. He's a bulky guy who you know can absolutely crush the ball when he gets it. Yeah, I, I, I've got a couple more guys. Sorry, Jaden Greer, the catcher out of Huntington Beach. Yeah. Um, looked really good behind the plate that, you know, another guy who had some couple of really good at bats with nothing to show for it, but Greer behind the plate was, was really, uh, impressive. And then we'll stick with his teammate, Lincoln Garcia, who, um, you know, had to wait around to, to, to face those arms at the end, uh, you know, didn't go his way at the plate, but, you know, played really strong defensively up the middle. Um, and he's got a chance, you know, moving forward uh, into the spring. Uh, and then the last guy for me was Max Farrell out of San Marcos, the outfielder shortstop. Uh, he just put together a really solid day where, you know, he seemed to do, do all the things uh, asked of him and he did them all right. Yeah, you told me I was going to jump on Lincoln Garcia. He made a couple plays at shortstop mm-hmm. that were really impressive, especially going to the glove side. I think he went on the second base side for one, fielded it, popped the hips right into the first baseman's chest. Just really good mover over there at shortstop. Yeah, good day out of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, you know, that'll wrap it up for the uh, SoCal Preseason All-State Upper Class uh, podcast. Again, I thank you guys for for hopping on and spending some time rapping about some dudes. Awesome. Thank you again for having me. Loved it. Looking forward to seeing all these guys in the springtime. Me as well. Big thanks to Stephen Hardesty and Matt Monk for joining me on the podcast today. Be sure to check out PrepBaseballReport.com for all your news, rankings, and event information. And until next time, we'll see you at the yard.